Hi, I'm Vibhu Sharma. And I'm Sean Mato. And this is the Foreign and National Podcast. This podcast is meant to be a platform for people with diverse backgrounds to share their perspectives on how they navigate life. Thanks for tuning in. How you doing, Sean? You can't ask that. <laughs> what? I'll, I'll try again. How you doing, Vibhu? <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> no, you can't. That's my intro. That's how I start. So I need to ask something else. You can't ask anything. That's how I start the episode. <laughs> you told me to try nope, it. Nope, nope. <laughs> You're right. I was the one who bungled it. All right. Hello. Hello. How are you doing today? Uh, happy New Year. <laughs> no, we're still four hours away from the New Year. For better or for worse. Yeah, I was practicing. Okay. Well, it's an outcome we can't change. So that's where we're at. So what are we talking about today? I have no idea. I guess we're talking about our 2020 in retrospect. That's true. Yeah, we we were going to talk about I think religion or something this episode or Yeah, know, we we had religion queued that up. That was that was queued up, but then we just thought like we're recording on December 31st. Let's just like spend an episode talking about how our year was cuz it was such a weird year for everyone. <laughs> such a weird year. No matter who you are, where you live, what you were doing, it's just it's been a roller coaster of ups, mostly downs. I don't know how a roller coaster can only keep going down, but we found out this year. Yeah, we found out this year that they make roller coasters that never go back up. Uh, but, yeah. So yeah. we don't have a structure for this podcast. We we were thinking about whether or not we should do it, but we figured, what the hell, we'll just talk about what we want to talk about. Yeah, we're just gonna talk about our highs and lows throughout the year and share some stories and. Hopefully you guys can relate to some of them and have uh, shared similar struggles. You got something you want to talk about? Yeah, I mean... I don't we, want to hear it. We <laughs> we talked about um, sharing our personal stories and there were, there were, you know, a few things. And I think some of the cliches that people talk about when they're like, let's look back at 2020, what did you learn or what were your takeaways? The cliches are like, ooh, you know, I took people for granted because I didn't get to see them. Or I took going out and eating at a restaurant for granted. <laughs> those are, you know what I mean? Like, those are some of the things that everyone talks about, and I want to stray away. Good news for you is I've always taken you for granted. Yeah, as, so, as you should. That's, that so, hasn't changed. So I, I wanted to, like, not, you know, talk about those clips. I don't want my answer to just be like, yeah, you know, I appreciate people in my life. I wanted to dig a little bit deeper than that. And I think we both made some pretty cool transitions this year and had some learnings this year. So I think we should talk about those. So for me, one of the biggest things that it was started a new job during quarantine yeah like yeah in the thick of it i should give some context i was thinking of switching jobs earlier this year uh and around february or march i think i actually made the decision to accept uh, an offer from a company and um i had to basically start getting things in order for leaving my current company at the time and this is what in may right this was in may yeah march is like when i accepted the offer ish i think or was it april i can't remember um, but I, yeah, I made the act that my official start date was, um, Star Wars day, which is May 4th because May the 4th. <laughs> Did you specifically make the transition no, that day? No, I didn't even realize cause I started my job and then my manager, new manager at the new company like calls me and goes, uh, may the 4th be with you. And I was like, the hell are you talking about? <laughs> and then it just hit me like, boom. <laughs> Oh, shoot. It's, it's Star Wars. And day. that's when your manager started writing negative reviews on your performance. And I got fired instantly. <laughs> so I'm looking for a job if anyone's hiring. No. Um, but yeah, so as, you know, I, I made the decision to leave around March. And then as I'm like planning on, you know, exiting my old company, like these lockdown orders are coming into play. And I'm just like, oh, shoot, how's this going to work? 
like, am I going to start my job right as quarantine starts? And then the quarantine started and I was still at my old job. And I was like, oh, no, <laughs> this is going to be a really weird transition. And it was like, so I, I left my old job. And the, the weirdest thing is that, like, everyone was working from home when I actually made this, made the jump. Yeah. Because I basically left my old company on a Friday and started my new job on the Monday. Like, I took, I took, which, no yeah, I, I was, I was surprised that you didn't take any days off. Dude, it was work from home already. Like, I would have, like, lost my mind. Like, I'm already bored in these, like, six, seven days we've or two weeks we've had off, you know, from work. Okay. Where I'm just sitting at home, like, what am I supposed to do? What is what is my purpose in this life? <laughs> am I designed just to do work and then do stuff on the weekends? Basically, you need to keep doing things. Otherwise, you end up in an existential crisis. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the struggle I've had, which is we'll touch on that more later mm. because that's what this whole year has been. Oh, yeah. I've had, like, one every week. Yeah, you're supposed to. If you don't, you're doing 2020 <laughs> wrong. <laughs> But what are you uh, well adjusted? <laughs> yeah, so the the my last day at my old job, and I was so sad because I was leaving a group of people I really enjoyed working with, and a team I really enjoyed working with, uh, and there was no negative energy or ne- negativity anywhere. I just wanted to try something new, and I got a cool offer, so I said, "Let's you know make this you know leap of faith." But when I went to the office, it was like work from home had started, so the whole building was black, and I went to go pick up my. Uh, whatever I had at my desk, all my belongings and stuff. And it was just like the most quiet, eerie situation ever. And it was really, really difficult to do, basically. Just like, I, I don't even know how to explain it. You know, do you know what I mean? Sort yeah, of, I like, know what you mean. We, uh, I also switched jobs during the yeah. during quarantine, right? Uh, I, I remember my last day. I had to, um, I was fully expecting, I was fully hoping when I first said that I was going to leave that, you know, like this is going to be a, a, a thing, right? I'd been at the company for two and mm-hmm. a half years, uh, which is a long time for us Yeah, at 25. And we've been working like three years. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, so two and a half years. Two and a half years is a lot. Most of our working career so far. <laughs> uh, but no, it was it was just empty. Uh, I asked the office manager to take a picture of me next to the logo of the company I used to work at. But I was, I mean, other than that, I didn't really interact. With I didn't anyone. even have that luxury. I took a selfie leaving the building. <laughs> And the name of the building is backwards. Because it was and that's the last photo I have. And I was always hoping that, you know, when I leave this company, because I loved it. I loved my time there. The people were great. And some of my best friends to this day are coworkers I had. Right, yeah. Who we do so much stuff together. I don't know. It, I was so happy for new beginnings and starting, you know, my journey at this new company. But it was just a, it was a really awkward time to leave. Um but the whole world was in disarray, so I couldn't feel too bad in my situation. You know, like people were losing jobs, like the service industry, right. small businesses, like, have been struggling so much. And I, we've seen that firsthand. You know, businesses that we've been to have closed down. Places we used to frequent are putting up, you know, going out of business signs on the windows. And it's a little bit disheartening, but yeah, uh, I guess I, we were both fortunate enough to, you know, make these transitions and, and start something new. So... That was that was one of the most I guess or biggest decisions I make this made this year. I want to ask you what some of your lows were or highs or lows were this year. What what are some things that made you like sit back and reflect on what's happening around you? Because we're not joking about this having an existential crisis once a week thing. Like <laughs> it, it really there definitely is like week, moments right? where I will turn on the news and look at like political news or. Just international news, and it's just so much bad shit going on, for lack of a more technical term. Uh, it's easy to lose hope sometimes, and and you know. Should we just talk struggle. about highs then? Maybe we should just talk about highs. Yeah, you know what? Let's not talk about lows. 
How about you? How about you tell me what were some of the the best moments that you've made of this otherwise horrible year? Um, so definitely a little bit of recency bias, mm-hmm. but good moments from this year. Um, one of them was my mom's reaction when I got her a Christmas present. Really? What did you get her? Uh, I got her a nice designer handbag. Okay, what brand? Uh, Louis Vuitton. Wow. Louis. Louis Vuitton. Yeah, Louis Vuitton. That's awesome, dude. Um, and it was... Is she is she the kind of person who normally wouldn't splurge on her own on this kind of thing? Her thing is that, like, oh, we need to be millionaires in order to get Louis Vuitton or, sure, sure. or Gucci handbags or stuff like sure, that, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and fortunately... You know, I was in a position where I could afford something. Can't say I can afford much from Louis Vuitton, but like something. Yeah, sure. <laughs> right. And so seeing her reaction, she was just like, oh my, she like actually screamed out. She was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, dude. That yeah. must have been a really cool feeling. That was, I, I uh, the video is recorded. I've probably yeah. watched it a few times a week, to be honest. Oh, yeah. That's that's amazing. <laughs> my, um. I didn't initially get my parents anything for Christmas. Oh, my dad's birthday was in November, so I got him right. an Apple Watch. So I was like, this is it. This is for the year. You're done. <laughs> I've already gotten you something. And he loves it. He wears it every day. He's like, look at my, I can check my blood oxygen level now. <laughs> I was like, how often do you need to be checking your blood oxygen level? He's like, no, but I can do it. <laughs> yeah, I can do it. I have the ability. Um, my mom, I didn't get anything for her birthday um, just because it was in the middle of the pandemic. We were all at home. No one was leaving anywhere. Right. And then during Christmas... I was just like, we never celebrate Christmas as a family anyways. It's just like another day for us. So I didn't get anything. And then she was like, man, no one got me a Christmas present. She starts <laughs> complaining. And I was like, damn, she remembered. <laughs> she remembered it was Christmas. She remembered the biggest holiday of American yeah, exactly. so, calendars? Yeah, I went to the sports basement the next day. And I got her this like Patagonia jacket. Oh, nice. And then um, she wore it. She was just so happy. She like, wore it everywhere for the next two days. <laughs> That's so, that was, so cute. Yeah, that was, that was like... Damn, I should have gotten her something sooner because she like I don't know she she loves getting gifts. Okay, and I should have been more mindful of that. So I can imagine you know how your mom must have felt when you got her something that like that. It's it's a really happy feeling. I hope so. Yeah. At the end of the day, like, look, our moms have carried the household oh, like absolutely. for the past nine months. Yep. Can you yep. imagine like having boss bitch? I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna say three kids. I'm gonna count my dad and your dad as a kid in the household. That's true. Yeah, I, that's that's a very good way of putting it. Right. Like, mom has taken care of three kids over the past at least 25 years. <laughs> over the past 25 years, but like over the past nine months, like every single meal or every single day, oh, whatever yeah. it is, right? Oh, yeah. No, I don't know. Been... And that's, that's what I told her. She's like, this has got to be expensive. I'm like, listen, it doesn't even come close to what you deserve. All right. What's another high? I want to talk about one of my highs, which okay. is not drinking related or actually getting high related. I had a lot of time to spend on my actual hobbies and passions this year, which I thought was super, super cool. Yeah, Usually Mr. anytime... Lewis Hamilton in the making. Yeah, I wish, right? Honestly, props to him. You know, he's a he got knighted. He got the, knighted by the queen? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's not Lewis Hamilton to you anymore. It's Sir, Sir Lewis. Lewis Hamilton. It is Sir Lewis Hamilton. So Honestly, I'm surprised it took this long. Mind your damn language. <laughs> um, yeah, my goal is to become Lewis Hamilton, who, if anyone doesn't know, is um, the most successful racing driver in the history of Formula One and any other motorsport. So very, very cool achievement on his part. But um, my biggest interest in life, other than making this podcast, of course, is uh, is car stuff. So I do a lot of driving. I do a lot of uh, on-track driving, like track days, um, time attack, stuff like that. And usually when there's a break for like five or six days or how much over time we've had off this year, 
you know, we'll go on a trip with the family or I'll go with Lizzie, Sandy, whatever her name is in this episode <laughs> to some... His girlfriend. Yeah, my girlfriend somewhere to like Hawaii or we'll try a new place. But because we've all been at home, I've had a lot of time to like spend time just working on my car, building it up, developing myself as a driver, developing myself as someone who needs to mentally be prepared for whatever I'm going to encounter on track. And it's been... Yeah, I've seen you like spin out. Yeah, yeah, that's videos. happened. Yeah, I've spun out, hit the dirt, like done some crazy shit that you know if my dad watched his videos he'd be like you can't do this anymore <laughs> but he hates all this by the way have i ever told you about this he hates this oh he he is so against me like driving on track and like racing my car why even in a controlled environment like an actual track he is just scared that something's gonna happen oh okay he's like watched some videos of you know professional racing drivers crashing and stuff and been like these guys will break their bones lose their lives blah, blah, blah. why do parents always look for the worst for for like the reason why you shouldn't do something that's you know what i mean that's he was just like pick a normal hobby like go play <laughs> tennis or something i was like well that's you should show him videos of like people getting their like eye hit or something oh with a tennis God. ball <laughs> rolling their ankle and not right being able exactly to walk right for the rest of their life i got a tennis. covid test once and my mom was like don't get it done too many times i read this one article about how somebody's like brain got hurt by getting a covid test she didn't read an article it was forwarded to her on whatsapp <laughs> i was just like why do you always look for the one yeah. reason that could happen in a one in a billion possibility. That's another episode in itself, and I don't want to get into that right now. <laughs> okay. Anyway, but, continue. Yes, my dad's not into it, but yeah. my mom, she's super supportive of it. Okay. She's just like, because she's been skydiving, dude. Right. She's done like all this sorts of crazy stuff. So if I'm telling her I'm driving on a track, you know, she's going to be like, cool, go have fun. <laughs> and like the first thing I did to my car was like full safety gear. Like I told you about this, right? Like fire suppression like oh yeah, yeah full racing harness like seat roll cage and everything yeah, yeah the chance of me actually getting hurt are super slim if if not zero but he'll still be like but what if and yeah, then right, come yeah, up yeah. with some wild scenario in which i'm the only one that gets injured and everyone else is <laughs> nobody else yeah everyone else is okay um, that's a bit of an aside but yeah i've spent a lot of time on track this year like this past monday actually yeah uh, i went to this private like testing day where i drove over 200 miles of just like hot laps on track damn and it was 200 miles yeah like just 200 miles of like race pace that's insane yeah and it was like the most it's the most amazing i felt all year like by the end of the day from 4 to 5 p.m everyone else had gone home but we had the track till five o'clock yeah so i'm like i'm gonna make the most of this so i was just doing like non-stop like lap after lap and the sun was setting and the sky was like red it was one of the most like that's awesome it was the most it was, it's almost like tranquil. Like it was like therapeutic almost. Cause Which, you were probably alone on the track. I was alone on track. I didn't yeah, have to yeah. pass anyone. I didn't have to wait for anyone. And it was just like me and my car and we're, it is, I'm getting all sappy about this, yeah, yeah. but like, it was truly like, I'm looking at it like one of the coolest things I've done all year. But, um, yeah, amidst all the, all the bad stuff that's happened this year, I guess focusing on my hobbies and passions and like taking that to the next level. And hopefully next year, even, you know, a higher level where I start yeah. to get competitive and do actual events. I'm hoping that'll happen. But um, I'm just grateful that I've had that time. No, that's awesome. That's seriously really good. It's, it's really cool to see your videos. And, like, I've always been really impressed by how you you actually work on your cars. Yeah. No, I, I love that. <laughs> I love – even today I was installing more stuff. That's why I brought, you know, this car today was – I was installing some stuff and wanted to test it out. And that's just how I kill time, dude. I'll find stuff to do, stuff to tweak, even if it's not like going to make anything better. Sometimes it's like stuff backwards in the wrong direction, <laughs> but at least I like make that, you know, learning yeah. discovery. But Oh, that's yeah. awesome. That's great. All right. Tell me about something you've spent time on this year that you're happy about. I've been reading a lot more this year. Ebooks? 
yeah ebooks articles uh whatever it is um it's not a you know it's not like a very hands-on kind of activity but i've always enjoyed reading in general but since i haven't been reading a whole lot outside of work or or school whatever it was right like i don't know how my tastes have changed okay right so this year i guess getting back into reading it's kind of about figuring out what i like to read yeah right um and so I, I took a look at a few books. I tried out a few books. Um, and it turns out that if I compare the the common denominator across all the books that I can binge read, right? Mm-hmm. I'm talking like Harry Potter to The Ride of a Lifetime by the ex-Disney CEO to Educated by Tara Westover, mm-hmm. which I, I, I don't know if that's a super recognizable book, but if anybody's into reading, should absolutely read. Okay. The, the one similarity between all of it is I love stories. Like all of these books are written kind of as a, as a story or as many stories put together, like the Bob Iger book. But I have a hard time reading books that are just like facts. Do you know no. how I know you're not lying? How? We're making a storytelling podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, I do really like telling stories. I've always really wanted to get good at telling stories. Yeah. And so when I watch these new Pixar movies, have you seen Soul? Dude, oh my gosh. You, I've been asked like six times in the past like three days. Well, it was a good movie. So. You should watch it. I need to watch it. It's on it's Disney Plus, right? It's on Disney Plus. Okay, I'll, I'll check it out later today or okay. maybe tomorrow. But it's a good movie. But like you, you just look. You don't even have to see Soul, right? Uh, a week ago, I watched Up again. Yeah. Right, and Which you just I also look at. Seen. You haven't seen Up? Yeah, that's. Dude, you need to see I'm, it. I'm embarrassed to know say that. Up I know will... the dog is called dog. Uh, what the dog is called dog? <laughs> the du- the dung is called. Good. Yeah, I'm sorry. I... That's a tongue twister <laughs> when you've had this much whiskey. <laughs> that dog is called dog. Uh, no, you just watch these Pixar movies and you, it's inspiring how well they tell the stories. Pixar tells movies beautifully. It is a, it Beautifully. Is, their movies are a work of art. Like Inside Out. Oh my God, one? incredible. Oh my God, such a, it's an incredible movie. It's an incredible, and, and every time I finish watching one of their movies, I'm like, wow, I feel inspired to like do whatever the message of the movie yeah, was, right? Like. I feel after watching Soul, I was like, I feel inspired to live my life. But then if I realize, if I look back at all these movies, right, Up is about like this guy whose wife passes away, but their dream was to take their house to this really um, scenic mm-hmm. kind of to go on an adventure. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, I, know, I know that much about right? that at least. Yeah. Um, and, and so after watching Up, I'm like, I gotta go on an adventure, right? But if yeah. I actually look at if I actually look at all these movies, my my the the real joy that I get out of it is how do you inspire someone to feel that way after telling a story it's so cool watching pixar movies or watching like any movie that that invokes an emotional tone yeah as you get older right like i watched ratatouille again a few months ago that's an excellent movie this incredible is, movie this is such a tangent by the way <laughs> i don't care I don't, I don't even know what you were talking about but like about but yeah so before. one of my highs has been has been reading because I, I realize now after getting back into it, I've read about, I don't know, six books in the last few months yeah. that I really like storytelling, um, but also reading in terms of something I've started doing, and I, I don't want to talk about it too much because I'm by no means an expert in any way. Okay. But Well, like an expert in reading? No, no, not in reading, but I've been reading a lot more about climate change the past few weeks. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, I, I figure that... If there's anything that's actually going on right now that's worth reading, learning, and trying to make a difference in, yeah, it has to be climate change. It has to be. It has to be. 
um, TBD to what this is going to turn into. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was spending most of the day reading this one really long article about like how technology, about how like the tech industry can actually help in climate change. Um, but unfortunately, too much of you know like venture capital money is put into other endeavors like social media or stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, reading has been awesome. That's awesome. So one thing that I don't really believe in is New Year's resolutions. Yeah. And same. the reason for that is I don't think the calendar saying you know one one should really change the way you live. Right. If you want to do something, do it now as opposed to waiting for the new year to start. But regardless, for the interest of people listening, what is your new year's resolution? Well, so I'm on the same page as you. I don't have like a new year's resolution. I know, I know, but I said this whole thing. You have to answer my question. You have to tell me. <laughs> but I said it now. So. Yeah, I, I said it. I said it. I'm going to have to, I'm, so I'm going to say one too. I want you to think about it. Take okay. your time and then let me know what your, if any change you want to make into 2021, doesn't have to be on the first day. But you want to, you know, improve your life in some way or improve the way you interact with people or make someone's life around you better. Yeah. What are you planning on doing? Uh, I think stronger ownership over my life. Okay. It is something that I want to work on in 2021. What does that mean? So what I mean is that I realized that because of the things I was telling you about my work, right? Yeah. Which I guess for some context, work has been really rough for me the past few months. Um, but I realized that if you don't take ownership of things like your time, other people will try to own it themselves. Yeah, that's a very good point. Like I found out, I realized this when there were particular teams at work who just kept on scheduling meetings on my calendar that were useless. And I kept on accepting them because I didn't have anything else on my calendar. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And then it hit me that like, this is my time. Right, like they can put a meeting all they want on my calendar, but ultimately this is my time. I need to decide if this meeting is actually worth me attending, and just realizing that for that not only does that apply to my time for meetings, but like basically everything. Right, like blocking off time for working out. Like when I work out during these hours, I will not care about anything else that comes in on my phone. Right, whether that's work. Um, whether that's, I don't know, text messages from friends, obviously there are exceptions for emergencies, but, um, and so ownership over like my time over my well being, mm-hmm. you know, like I need to, I can't be passive about it. That's awesome. Okay. Gotta be active. What about you? Um, I think one thing that I haven't done is even this past year is I've required a lot of assistance from people in different ways, whether it's emotional, mental, Never, you know, like support. Yeah, I'm tired of supporting you. (laughs) (laughs) But I think I want to be more appreciative towards those people and make them know that I appreciate what they've done. Cool, I'll take a hundred million (laughs) dollars. I was just about to say thank you, but now I'm not going to say that because you've already ruined this moment. (laughs) But um, yeah, appreciating people more around me who have spent their time and energy helping me this year um, with advice, mentorship. Uh, any kind of mental support, emotional support, uh, and then just spending quality time with people because I know this was one of the cliche answers I didn't want to mention, but just <laughs> like it's been so hard spending quality time with people this year. Yeah. And like because you've been distracted or because they haven't been physically around you? Uh, the, the quarantine, like the lockdown, right? Like you, you can do so much through like Zoom and FaceTime and stuff, but you know, going out and like, like go on a hike with someone or like, Something that you and I should do is actually go on a hike because yeah. we're already in the same social level, right? Like, <laughs> right. We don't even think about these things. So spending this kind of quality time and uh, and you know what? Other thing, I guess, is just pursuing passions even more. So 
working on this podcast, taking it to the next level, doing car stuff, taking that to the next level, taking work to the next level, everything, I think. Everything to the next level. Should be to the next level. Because that should be the goal every year, right? Right. Going to the next level. Exactly. Actually, that does remind me of something that I've been thinking about a little bit. Yeah. Which is that we always measure. So I'm all on board on taking things to the next level. Like always, right? I know what you're going to say. Do you know what I'm going to say? Just say it though. Okay. I was going to say that sometimes uh, sometimes doing a good job in something doesn't necessarily, I'm realizing, doesn't necessarily mean that you're always making progress in it. Sometimes it means like, can you maintain what you have right now? Because the circumstances are difficult to allow you to take it to the next level. Yeah, that's true. Right. I think it really depends on your definition of what the next level is what the next level level doesn't have to be like a raise or has to be a promotion it could just be making a positive change that you didn't make the previous year yeah that's true or just surviving when everything around you makes it hard to you know when everything around you is working against you and i'm glad you said that because just taking a moment giving a shout out to everyone who's made it through this year yeah and are still hanging on like just yeah, honestly, clapping for you guys, a round of applause. You know, we've all been through a lot of struggle. We've all had a lot of lows uh, and a lot of highs like we talked about. So um, with that, we want to wish you guys a happy new year and all the best into 2021.